The success of your law enforcement career could depend on you picking the right department. Let's discuss. Before we get started, we have those gifts down in the description for you. First one is the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through every phase of the hiring process. There's a bunch of hidden bonuses in there, but it's going to let you know where you're at, give you that inside, that inside tip to to move you along in the process. And so you know what's coming your way, like I said, plus those hidden bonuses. Additionally, if you have something specific to you and you want to discuss your hiring process, sign up for a free coaching call. I'd love to sit down and talk with you. We have even after hours now. So if if any of the hours that you see on the first one doesn't work, we've added additional hours so that you can sign up and that we can go through your specific hurdles or questions that you have. Now, let's get started. Going through the police process, right, and identifying which department best suits you can can really make or break your your impression of the career. And what I have all my coaching members do is we have them do what's called a department audit. And a department audit looks like three components. One, finances. Two, eligibility and obtainability, right? And then number three, the mission. Do you support their mission? Let's break these down individually, and I'll show you exactly what I mean. So number one, finances. You'll always hear me say that law enforcement is a career, not a job. You need to be willing to invest in your careers, not only to, to obtain the career, but also as you grow, right? As you grow so you can promote, so you can gain more experience, and you can take that experience and better serve the community because ultimately that's what our goal is in law enforcement, right? Better service to the community that we serve. Now, even though I say it's not a job and it's a career, you still have to worry about finances, right? You need to make sure it's a financially sound position, right? Financially financially conducive to, to what you need to support you, to support your family or whoever, or whoever you have to financially support. If that's just you, then great. If it's in other individuals, you need to make sure that the compensation meets that because ultimately, while it's not a job, as I said, it is employment and employment needs to be able to financially support all the expenses that you have in your life. I'll touch on this a little bit more. If you're going through your, if you're going through, if you're going through your, your different types of of bills, right? Let's say you're going through your financial breakdown and you say, I need a $50,000 a year salary. Super easy to get with, with law enforcement. But if you need a $50,000 a year salary, and then you say, I want to grow and I want to promote your finances are, you're not going to, you're not going to apply to say a department or a position that only gives you 35,000, right? You could, right? You could, you can, you can be a little bit frugal and, and kind of tone down what, what expenses you have. However, there's some caveats to this. You don't want to do that because you don't want to struggle in, in a dream career right off, off the bat because it may leave a bad taste in your mouth, right? So when you're identifying if a department meets your financial needs, understand that whatever your expenses are, do a do a audit of yourself, right? Go out and do a budget, see what you need to live comfortably and reasonably, and then look for a position that meets that requirement. Or if you see a department that you really like and you see them hiring, make sure that salary they're offering meets your financial requirements. Now, here's the pro tip for this, right? Add 15 to 25% to your salary, 
because you're going to get overtime. And listen, I don't, I don't like working overtime. I don't work overtime all the time. However, I had significant increase in, in salary bump from my base pay to, to what I actually brought home at the end of the year. And it was between 15 and 25% every year. That's what it's always been. And I don't work overtime like a lot of my other colleagues do. So big thing with that was add 15 to 25%. So if they're, if they're, if you're starting salary 60,000 and you're going to add 25% to that, well, then you're going to probably bring home 75,000 that year, right? Because 25% to 60,000 is an extra 15,000 and you're looking at bringing home 75,000 that year. So keep that in mind when you look at a department and say, Hey, this is 5,000 under what I'm, I'm looking for, because you have overtime, you have holiday pays, you have differential pays, which could be nights, could be weekends. You have bonuses, all these other things. And I'm using a very base salary at 60,000. The first year that I worked at a $60,000 a year salary, it was actually, I started at 63,000. And then from there, I think that year I made, I made 78,000. And then the following year I winded up making almost 96,000. And then every year after that, it's been over six figures, right? So keep that in mind that just because salary says one thing, there's additional pay. And that's the nice part about salary uh, or law enforcement salaries, your salary, but you still get overtime. So keep that in mind. All right. So that's finances. That's number one on your department audit. Do, does the finances meet the needs for you and your family? Number two is obtainability and eligibility. Obtainability is one, they have to be hiring, right? They have to be hiring and they can't be, you know, a two hour commute one way. No, you need to be willing to relocate at that point in time. And if you're not willing to relocate, then they're not for you. So if you're commuting an extra, if you're commuting more than three hours a day, which I, I don't encourage you to even get anywhere near that number, but if you're commuting three hours a day total, that's rough. That's a lot of time that's either missed with family, or that's a lot of time that you could be spent kind of winding down, taking care of what you need to take care of personally in your own life, right? That's, that's one thing you really want to consider. If you're that far away, you need to think about either relocating or maybe that's not the right department for you, right? And then, as I said before, with other attainability, they need to be hiring. If they're not hiring, they're not obtainable. You could put your name on an eligibility list, but <clears throat> excuse me, that's, that's not recommended. The goal is to get hired now, start your career. And if you want to work for a different department later, lateral over to them. Now, moving on to the second part, <clears throat> excuse me, second part of number two, which is eligibility. You need to be eligible. If they have a substance policy and you don't meet that substance policy, say they have a substance policy for marijuana, no marijuana use within the last six months. If you don't meet that, don't apply to them, right? If they, if they have a substance or if they have a policy that says no speeding tickets or no moving violations within the last year, if you don't meet that, don't apply to them because all that's going to happen is you're going to get disqualified for lack of eligibility, and then you're going to have to report that to the next department, and that's only going to hurt you, and it's going to be a snowball effect. I'm not telling you you have to be perfect, but I do want to try and get it right on the first try so it doesn't create additional hurdles for you going down the line, right? So keep that in mind. Number two, eligibility and obtainability. That's number two. And then number three. Don't tell me that you don't support their mission, but you want to work with them because you want to 
change the the department. If you're applying to a local department or a department that you you personally don't support, that's a bad idea. Uh, and I'm just going to be real with you. This is the real world. You're not going to start off as a rookie officer and make and change a department in, in your first year. No, you're going to be miserable because you already don't like that department. And then you, you're not going to make any type of impact because your whole first year, you're still, you're still kind of proving yourself, right? You're still in the aspect of, Hey, I'm a reliable officer that that can get the job done. And then I won't, I'm also not going to make myself or the, or the department or agency look bad. So your whole first year, don't expect to make any significant improvements. You know, at that whole point in time, you're still being evaluated. Don't go in there saying, I'm going to revolutionize this whole department in year one. And that's why I'm going to apply to them because I don't support their mission. No, that's not the case. Find a department that whether you know them personally, do a ride along with them, whatever you can do. They're your local department. You've always had an interest in them. You've done extensive research in them. Look into the department. This is where rubber meets the road and you start doing the work that needs to be done. And you actually you actually investigate, right? That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get into law enforcement. Huge component of law enforcement is investigations. Investigate the department. Learn what you can about. It. And then afterwards, if you feel that you have a good understanding based on the information that's provided to you, because once again, that that just because you've researched doesn't mean you'll have the whole picture. But if you feel confident enough, then that's the department. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to do this for three departments. And the reason I say three, because if you apply to one department and you go through a six-month hiring process, and a lot of people will will lose it or fail out at the end, at the very end, usually on the psych. The psych is a very hard component to pass, quickly becoming the hardest component. So if you go through and you fail out at the end, and it's a six-month hiring process, and you have no other departments in the process, whether you say, hey, you know, I'm trying to show this department I'm 100% committed to them. I respect that. I like what you're saying there. The problem to that is they're not 100% committed to you. They have a, a hundreds of other applicants, if not thousands of other applicants applying, right? And if that's the case, then they decide not to move forward with you, even if you don't fail out. Maybe you're just not the most qualified candidate in that hiring pool. Then at that point in time, they tell you, no, you're starting a six-month process all over again, right? So what you thought would happen this year is not going to happen until next year, right? And most people don't want to put their career or their career aspirations on hold for a whole year. The reason I say no more than three is because once you get above three departments at one time, if you're currently in the hiring process at uh, with three departments at one time, other departments that you apply to in the latter part of that, if you apply to four, five, six, seven, eight, start thinking they're not, you know, they don't have a chance with you if you get picked up before. They're going to run you through the process. They're going to spend money on you. They're going to spend time on you, resources, only for you to take another position. So they're not going to take you serious. And then at that point in time, they might would uh, remove you from the process, or they might just drag out the process. And that only looks bad for, for all the departments you're applying to. So three is a sweet number. You know, three things to do your department audit on three departments. And then from there... You'll be able to go through and anytime a department tells you no, you just add another department into the mix and you keep three rotating until you get hired. And then that way you have the best of all the worlds here. You're not going to be starting a process from ground zero again. And then two, if a department does say no, you have that 
you have the experience from that department, plus you just can continue moving on. Now, the one thing I don't want you doing is just saying, hey, I'm just going to rotate three departments at all time until something sticks. That is a horrible, horrible idea and plan. No, if departments are telling you no, then you need to look at why they're telling you no. Is your fitness standard not high enough? Are you not passing the written exam? Are you not passing board? Are you not passing poly? Are you not passing background or psych or med? Right? Are you struggling in articulating yourself to pass those? If that's the case, then you need to work on addressing that. I say this all the time, 90% of my coaching members, the number one thing they need to work on or the number one thing that changes and then they get hired is they're able to articulate themselves, their experiences, their hurdles, and it's able to just make the process so much smoother all the way through the background phase, all the way to the psychological phase, and everyone just signs off and then they just move forward and get hired. And we see this happening at a, at a much faster pace than a traditional applicant because one they're taking it, they're taking the training to heart and they're applying it. And it's just making them come across as a more mature, more experienced candidate, which is getting them selected because they're ranking higher in the candidate application process. So keep that in mind, right? Don't just keep a broken record and say, I'm going to keep this three department rotation going at all times. If you're being told no, you need to do some self-reflection and evaluate. If you want some help with that, that's where you can sign up for those coaching calls. They're down in the description. Same thing, take the Getting Started Workshop. That's also down there too. It's going to walk you through every phase of the hiring process. And if you have those more specific questions, sign up for a free coaching call. We'd love to sit down, talk with you, help you get out there so that you can serve the community because that's the goal. Stay safe and we'll see you next time.